welcome welcome hey welcome welcome <laughs> welcome guys I won't prolong it any longer welcome to emotion Monday um you know this is uh, the day of the week you know where God has given me uh, to discuss you know pretty much matters you know um, that plague our emotions um, Monday is usually the toughest day of the week so this is what God has given me I said I will continue on doing it you know as long as he gives me something to speak on to talk about and he has done just that so I thank God you know for his favor you know on these lives on these discussions on these teachings um and you know uh how emotion mondays go i write a blog and uh what i do is we discuss the blog in depth um i'm so excited about this subject i've been talking about relationships and love um as of lately uh, so, you know, it is befitting of the time, you know, um, I don't know if you guys have plans for Valentine's Day. It's COVID's out in the street. So I know we probably ain't doing too much, <laughs> you know, just spending time indoors, which makes this kind of a hard, um, you know, I, I believe a hard Valentine's Day for singles that desire marriage. You know, so um, I just want us to think on something, to ponder on something that will take us through the week. Um, you know, this is for men and women. I really try to integrate men, you know, because I know we, I do have some men followers. So I'm going to go ahead and get started for Emotion Monday. Let the healing begin. All right. So let me get to my blog, guys. Um, and I'm also, this will be available in audio. Uh, I am recording, uh, for podcasts as well. Um, it's on Apple, uh, Spotify, Google, um, Pandora is pending. <laughs> uh, Amazon is pending for some reason. They're taking a long time to approve, uh, my feed, so. Uh, we're waiting on those, but, you know, I just want the message to get out as much and as many avenues as I can. You know, I want people to be able to see, to read, and to hear. You know, some a lot of people have a lot of preferences, y'all. Some people prefer to be on these lives. Some people prefer to just hear. And some people just prefer to read a blog. So, we're going to get right into uh, the Adam and Eve experience. I'm so excited. How have any of you guys read some of the blog? I know I kind of put it out late, but have any of you guys read some of the blog yet? It's good. Listen, I had to pull away. It was good. It was good. <laughs> As I was studying and reading, you know, um, Yes, yes, it's going to be good. I'm excited. As I was studying and reading it, 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 it was like unfolding. And I said, wait, 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 I got to stop here. So, you guys, the Adam and Eve experience. It was hard for me to kind of come up with a topic because I'm like, what I wanted to talk about was actually the description. And I'm like, this thing is too long. You know, this thing is too long 
for me to, to make this a, t a title. So I just called it the Adam and Eve experience because that's where I'm going to be pulling um, this from. I told y'all, y'all don't know what y'all going to get with Emotion Mondays. Y'all can get a good teaching, preaching. I, you know, you get some poetry. You know, you'll get, you know, um, not that I rant. But, you know, some plaguing topics that are in the media. You got, you all know what, what y'all gonna get. It, I let God have his way, okay? <laughs> so, the Adam and Eve experience. Men, how do you know if your rib is ready to be extracted? This is how this blog came about. Uh, God was speaking to me, you know, I, I get sometimes flooded with things. And he was just letting me know about that, 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 what happened. You know in the garden and what happened you know there's just all those elements and how did you know what was the thing that made this man ready to receive a mate you know so men how do you know if your rib is ready to be extracted women are we allowing god to mold us the rib into the woman that will match what we need let us explore this looking this looking through the adam and eve experience Hello, hello, those that are coming in. Uh, we're looking at the Adam and Eve experience because it truly is an experience. You know, I think most of us know, you know, the Adam and Eve creation story. I believe we know, you know, what God did. And, you know, we're familiar if we have not read it in depth. So we're going to get in depth yes. <laughs> uh, with it today. So. So it's almost Valentine's Day. And this whole entire day, month, is considered to be the love month. I couldn't let this topic topic pass as a lot of singles dread this day. Especially if they desire marriage. Um, transparency point here. Um, this day, you know, Valentine's Day used to be very uncomfortable for me. Um, you know, and, and it all comes from what you look at. You know, if you're looking on social media, you see people paired up, you see people married, um, especially if you've been married before, you remember just having company, having someone to talk to, you know, all the time. And, you know, it kind of puts a damper like, you know, I wish, you know, somebody would take me out or I want, you know, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, I believe a lot of singles have felt that way. Or if you are now married, but when you're single, you remember you know, when you felt that way when these type of holidays came around, you know. It's, it's, it, it could be a lonely season depending on how your mind thinks about it. So, um, you know, I just wanted to write about this because in the our desires just in that day, and I'll read about I'm actually probably reading my blog. Um, you know, we, we think we want something. But have we filled the requirements? you know for that to even come together are we ready for us to be put together with someone do we know what that means this is what it means this is what i talk about with the adam and eve experience we ultimately have to experience experience this spiritually in order you know for us to really get an understanding you know of what God's plan is for putting anyone together you know so let me go ahead and start reading again uh like I said you know I couldn't let this topic pass as a lot of singles dread this day 
especially if they desire marriage. I want to explore the feelings on why we, why we want what we want and are we prepared to receive what we want. This is for men and women, y'all. Believe it or not, how to prepare for a marriage is in the Bible. Listen, I don't know why people by bypass this Bible. The instructions are there. You know, the, the secret is in the Bible on how to do marriage, on how to know when your mate is your mate. It's in the Bible. We can't get past it because what happens when you don't do it the Bible's way? It, 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 it becomes a hard thing. I mean, and some people just say that marriage is hard. It's a labor of love. Can I say that properly? <laughs> it is a labor of love. You know, marriage. And we love to talk about marriage. You know, we love to explore everything about marriage. Because I believe even in marriage is a mystery. We think we know from the outside what it is. Anyone that's been married before. But we truly don't. We don't know what marriage is. And I love it because God designed it. And we know God is a plethora of, of you know, mystery. So, I love it. Uh, believe it or not, how to prepare for a marriage is in the Bible. I love the Bible. It definitely is life's manual here on earth. It's, what is it? Uh, biblical instructions before leaving earth. That is definitely true. At first, I didn't know how I would entitle this week's blog. I just knew that I wanted to discuss the process on how Adam and Eve came together. It was a process, y'all. First and foremost, God was involved in the whole entire process. If we read that story, God was involved from the beginning to the end. He was involved in that whole entire thing. It was nowhere in that process of how they came together that his hands wasn't on. It was on the whole thing. It was during the ceremony. If you count God putting, presenting her to him. That was the wedding ceremony. He was there. And it troubles me that we want to take God out of it. Out of this ceremony. Out of. You know, well, we just want to get married. It is more than that. You know, God has to be a part for it to have, you know, his blessings. Amen. Uh, Eve was actually molded for Adam. Let that sink in. If anyone has ever read how Adam and Eve were created, we focus purely on that, but they were created for a purpose. So y'all bear with me. I'm going to do a little Bible walking here. So we can set this foundation, you know, as a teacher and as a representative of Christ. I have to have Bible in everything and I'm not apologizing for it. All right. That's what this is. <laughs> God said in Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. It is not good. And I'm reading from the Amplified Version. It is not good beneficial for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper, one who balances him, a counterpart who is suitable and complementary for him. 
A lot of people may perceive this verse in scripture as God directly speaking about a mate. The actual meaning was exactly what it says, but was not limited to marriage. So, God made all of these animals and brought them in front of Adam to name in verse 19 of chapter 2 in Genesis. And Adam named them. Obviously, Adam did not name any of these animals his equal. Oh, that blessed my soul when I read that. He named these animals, but did he call any of these animals, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, hey, you belong to me. God put these animals in front of him. Let's see. God was like, let's see what kind of help you need. Let's, let's see. You know, you just he just did it as a job. I'm going to just name these animals. This is going to be a job for me. That's why he put, you know, he said, God said, it's not good for man to be alone. And then he brought these animals. That was the order of how that went. So he put Adam to sleep, you know, because Adam didn't name none of these animals as, you know, more than what they were. <laughs> so he put Adam to sleep and extracted a rib from his body. This is when God formed Eve out of Adam's ribs. God then brought her in, in front of Adam. And now this is when Adam has identified Eve as his equal. This is when he says, then Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and shall be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh a part of him was taken out he identified what was taken out and he said and then they became flesh again y'all see that okay i'm gonna do a little bit more walking but oh no that's it so now we about to dig in y'all i laid that foundation so y'all can get an understanding okay so now that i have laid down the foundation Let's dig right on in. Let's dig right on in here, okay, y'all? First and foremost, Adam had a job. Adam had a job. And it doesn't matter, you know what I mean, as for a man. You know, oh, Adam, let me read the rest. Adam had a job. He was working in the Garden of Eden, Eden to cultivate, prepare for use, acquire, and keep it before Eve was ever thought of. He didn't do this for a help me. He did this because he was a man. That's why, you know, you don't make a man get and do anything. You know, as far as a job is concerned, you got to force him to get a job. He should be already having a job. You know, this is something that he's made for. He's made to work. <laughs> he's made to work. Before he's thinking of something, he's not going to do it just because I have a wife. He's going to do it because that's who he is. That's how God has made him. God has made him to work that way. Y'all come on and talk with me. <laughs> you know, uh, do you agree? You know, so we have to look at it that way. This man, the man was already working, already cultivating something, preparing something, basically watering his own grass before 
Eve was even thought of. So your husband, you know, future should already be cultivating something. And it doesn't have to be glamorous. You know, he doesn't have to be a rich man. He doesn't have to have a lot of money. But he got to be doing something. You know, something that will support himself. Something that he's maintaining. You know, something that he is disciplined on. You know, this is what, you know, God made sure before he extracted that rib. That man was working. That man had something going on. All right. Hey, I'm about to get into it. <laughs> okay. God decided that he needed needed help. Not just someone to be at his side with no purpose. And definitely not a person that would be a hindrance. Ladies. To pair somebody with something that got that someone that got that Adam needed, that a man needs, he has to first make sure they're not a hindrance. They have to be a help. They have to be wired to help. So if you don't, if you go into a relationship looking for what's in it all for you, marriage may not be for you. You know, this is the things that we we contemplate. Going back to Valentine's Day and feeling lonely that we say we won't. But do you have purpose? Are you willing to help? Are you willing to help others? Because you definitely going to have to help that husband. <laughs> you definitely going to have to help him. And put your pride aside. You know, you were made to help him. All right. <laughs> uh, not just someone to be at his side with no purpose. And definitely not a person that will be a hindrance. So I'm saying all of this for the men that want a wife. Have you met the minimum requirements needed for God to develop someone that will help you? I'm going to read that again. So I'm saying all of this for the men. If any men is going to watch this. For the men that want a wife, have you met the minimum requirements needed for God to develop someone that will help you? It makes no sense having a wife if she ain't got nothing to help you with. You got to have something going on. You got to you got to be cultivating building something. Cuz that's what she's there for. She's there to help. <laughs> You have to first be doing something in order to need help, right? I believe this is an important part in scripture for a man looking for a wife. You have to be about your business cultivating and preparing something. Because listen, I, I don't know if I want to go in my soapbox here. <laughs> and I pray for men, y'all. Y'all. And y'all prayer time. Pray for men. Pray for the men. I don't know what's going on. And I'm not saying in a bad experience. It's just it's such a shift. That has happened from. You know what I see. How men you know. Um, I don't know if I want to get into this. Chivalry. You know and I remember seeing someone even post about. You know no one wanted to help. She put it out there for, for men to help her shovel snow. And none of the, no man has answered. 
but blame it primarily on, on how strong-willed we are. Uh, that doesn't matter. You're a man. You know, if, if, if someone, a woman is needing help, you know, that's why they call help me. She needs help too. You gotta, come on, y'all. But pray. Pray for these men, y'all. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, you have to be about your business, cultivating and preparing something. God will not make a woman to fit into your mess. He will not make a woman to fit into your mess. You should be building something, not have a, a, a mess going on. And expect God to send a wife to you to be in that mess with you. That's not going to work, men. Yes, you can get a woman, a wife, no matter where you are. But is that what God had in mind? Men, do you just want anything? Do you just want anything? You don't want just anything. You want what God has molded to help you. Amen. You want what God has molded to help with what you got going on. So if you ain't got nothing going on, guess what? You gonna pick something and then decide maybe later on you want to build something and that woman ain't gonna fit no more. Okay? I really can go on and on with this. But I'm not here to write a book. I'm Listen, I had to pull away from some things. So, now let's get to the women's side. Women, the rib that had been prepared for Adam. You know, you are the rib that had been prepared for Adam. You are the rib that had been prepared for Adam. Are you allowing God to develop you into the woman that will help? Again, I said that in the beginning. A little bit earlier are you allowing God to develop you into the woman that will help or are we looking for someone to fit into our mess as well what tools do we have to be able to help a man about his business will your business match what he has going on we can't be lazy ribs women According to the word of God, this rib, this woman is an asset to the man. Your husband will be an asset to you and not a liability. If he is, is that truly your Adam? So that means we have to be set up in a way where we know where we fit. We know what cavity we go back into because we're rib. So... If you find that this man that you're with, that you're entertaining, is a liability, can you truly, I mean, give you all kinds of trouble? I mean, puts you through the ringer. You know, you going, you all over the place emotionally. Has God truly, can you truly say that God has sent that man to you? Or are you going to try to make him, make him, in a way where you can fit into him. No. Your rib is supposed to fit. Into what was also where, where it came from. It's going to fit. It's going to fit. It's going to click real quick. You're not going to have a hard time. You know. It's not. You know. Hey. 
your your atom is not going to reject you amen at any time at any time your atom is not going to reject you all right uh sometimes our preferences can be a mismatch to what god has for us let's talk about them preferences it can be a a mismatch to what god has for us we as ribs can't decide what cavity we belong to again like i stated from the beginning god was involved y'all god presented what was made to adam and he had to decide if she if she was suitable to help him true doing dna i like that yes yes you gonna know what's what's what fits men or women you you're gonna know what's part of your dna what part what part in the god design you're gonna know what fits i'm gonna read that again because that was that was good the last part again like i stated from the beginning god was involved god presented what was made to adam and he had to decide if she was suitable to help him he had to identify her as his like your bone of my bone flesh on my flesh that's why he didn't identify them animals as part of him but when god brought that woman he recognized the dna he recognized that she was a part of him. I love the Bible, y'all. I love how God just designs things. I love it. Men, are you in a place where you can detect your rib? God may bring her to you, but because of your preferences, you don't or won't know what belongs to you or is an asset to your garden. So, God, you know, men, God may have brought your wife to you, but because of your preferences, you know, you, you, you don't know what that, what, if that will go with your garden. God is a need base. Do you understand? He's not a preference based God. He don't care what you prefer. He could care less about your preferences. Yes. After, hey, that's me. That's me all day. That is me. I know. So we are to be one. All right. So he identified her. He identified her. We don't chase no men. Women. We don't chase no men. They have to decide if we fit into what they got going on. All right. <laughs> they decide what if we fit. They decide if we fit. <laughs> if that's something that we want. Because sometimes we can dart out and be in front. Yes. <laughs> we can dart in front of somebody. And men being who they are. You know he going to treat us like, like them animals that Adam was naming. Oh. This only you know. This is whatever. Whatever you know Adam was naming them animals. This is whatever. He gonna, he not going to treat you as a helpmate. He's going to treat you like one of them animals. Name you and dismiss you. Alright? <laughs> it's a different way how your Adam is going to treat you. Yep, God woke him up to see his mate when she was ready. He was asleep. 
he was asleep. Because you can't conceive in your mind. You don't know what you need. Like I said, God was involved the whole time. God knows. God, I can't reiterate that enough. God was in this the whole time. Yes, awoke. Awoke. And I love that. Like, he, did, he didn't know. I mean, he didn't. Hey, I got to take something from you. Because I have to take something from you because then you will identify that, you know, it's coming from your body. You got to know something taken, got taken away from you. You'll know. Anyway, y'all, <laughs> I wanted whomever will read this to truly reflect on this as Valentine's Day is approaching. I want us to make sure that we are not feeling, filling empty spots in our hearts. Because of a man-made holiday, filling empty spots because they are empty, and that feeling not having purpose, whomever is added to your life has to have purpose in your life. This is all about purpose. The Adam and Eve experience is just, this is purposeful. All about purpose. All about God's plan. All about, you know, what he wants done in the earth. Amen. Uh, let's see. Filling empty spots because they are empty and that feeling I have purpose. Whomever is added to your life has to have purpose in your life. Period. The Adam and Eve experience is the design on how God wants marriage to be. It was God first, God led, and God developed. I'm going to say it again. It was God first, God led, and God developed. God was in all of this. So if you're desiring a husband, you have to invite God into the whole thing. Men, women, you have to invite God at every step. You have to invite God in the hello. You have to invite God in the telephone conversation. You have to invite God in the date. You have to invite God, you know, just the whole courting process. You have to let God in. We can't trust our flesh. We can't trust our hearts. We can't. You have to. Hey. I was there. Not letting God in. And God used that. To bring me to this place. And I thank him for it. I regret nothing that I've been through. Nothing. I regret nothing. Y'all hear me? I regret nothing that God has. Even my mistakes. God has used it for his glory. And in so, it was God first. God led and God developed. In so much so that when you are put together with your husband. That you are one flesh. This is permanent. We have to make sure that what we desire. You have to know that this is a permanent situation. When I got married, in my mind, that was a permanent situation. That was a permanent situation. <laughs> in my mind, so when that dissolved, it hurt that so much because, like I said, if you're one flesh, just imagine your skin is intertwining with someone else's skin and then it gets ripped. That hurts. I wrote about it in my book. 
<laughs> you know how much that hurts because it's permanent you're never supposed to be ripped away never so anyone that tosses that around that divorce is you know an option will just get a divorce it's not just a divorce you know it's a tearing away of flesh if we if you get a picture of it in your mind before you go into marriage just think oh my god once i become one flesh with this person just imagine how that flesh will rip away if i decide to just walk away amen uh men and women marriage that we want is a permanent situation permanent labor and permanent commitment we also want to do it by god's rules it takes god to keep loving your spouse every day it takes god to mold you into what will be a help to one another it takes god to set all of that up y'all it takes god to set all of that up so if you are alone this valentine's day and desire marriage you are not lonely. And I touched on that before, y'all. That's a deception of the enemy. You know, just saying that you're lonely. Uh, can we look at it another way? This is the time to love on yourself as much as possible while waiting. Love on yourself. Take this time. When you love on yourself, you won't wait for someone to give you the love that you can give yourself. And when that love comes around, around, I believe it will be more than it, it will be. You will know the difference. You know, this amount of love that you love yourself. You know, it will be to me, it will be like magnified. I think when that person comes along it will be magnified um it will be really close to God but it's not God if that makes any sense that's and I, I believe I think I shared with you guys this a long time ago I was sitting on the couch and God had me feel it it was the most beautiful thing that I had ever experienced in my life. And I'm tearing up right now because I never felt anything like it. It was the love of God. But he spoke to me in that moment and he said, what I will send, it will feel like this. He didn't have to show me who it was. He didn't have to tell me and confirm exactly who this person was. He had me feel it. If anybody of you guys, if you're praying for your future husband, I think that would be a good prayer point. Ask him to help you feel that love. To feel it. So you won't be so desperate to chase it. To feel it first. Ask God to help you feel it. So then when that person comes along, if it ain't fitting into that, you ain't it. That's all I got to say. Like I said, it was something I never experienced before. Uh, let's see. Most times we don't know what love is. We miss that part of learning love first before we try to love someone else. Exactly. Like you, when you love yourself, 
like you know I will admit these last couple of years I have learned to love myself on such a huge level and I became freeing with that you know um, when you love yourself you care about what is broken inside of you you care about fixing that thing that is broken you know that that love exposes so much when you love then 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 God is ready to reveal those parts of you that are broken that are not loving you know so you can fix that so you could become more loving and you know yep that's a that's such a good what is love I don't think we truly know until we experience the love of God how can you know what love is if you don't experience love God is love. If you don't experience God, how do you know what love is? You got to experience God first. That's the missing thing. I think we try to bypass this intimacy with God in hopes that this intimacy with someone else, and then you'll always feel like you're lacking. Like I said, I've been there. I could talk about this because I've been there. Yep. Is that the first Corinthians 13 ones that the uh love is patient, love is kind? Is that that verse? Is that that script part of scripture? Yep, that's what love is. It's, it's God, it comes from God, and we, we like to leave God out of these partnerships. It's a design to it, okay. That's what I thought. I thought it was that verse. <laughs> he, like I said, the Bible, this is that's your manual for anything in your life. Nothing is new under the sun. Any relationship you get into marriage is not new to God. It's nothing as new as un, under the sun. All right? Uh marriage is not uh let me see. God uh Oh, okay. I'm reading too fast. Um, can we look at it another way? This is the time to love on yourself as much as possible while waiting. Make plans. Treat yourself. Make it all about you and allow God to prepare you to match you with someone that will help you make his name great. I love it. Um, you know, this Valentine's Day, I have big plans for myself. Buy my own chocolates cooking my own good meal you know even just have my list of movies that I've never seen you know I'm so excited about loving on me getting my own flowers to look at you know it's not worth you losing who you are for a bouquet of flowers and a box of chocolates just because you're lonely and just because you want that Those are just bonuses. You can give yourself bonus. You know, you can give yourself those things. If you think about it, you know, and you're content in your singleness, you'd be like, I could buy my own flowers. I could buy my own chocolates. You know, I can enjoy a night in myself. I can order my, my own dinner. I can treat myself to a petty mani. You know, I can treat myself to a fancy dinner. I can, you know... It's, it's, it's when you get to that point, you know, uh, 
Let's see. Make plans. Treat yourself. Make it all about you. And allow God to prepare you to match you with someone that will help you make his name great. You know that is the purpose, right? Marriage is not for, for our comfort because Adam was good. And now, if y'all go back and read these blogs, there are some typos. Usually, I go back and correct them. So, if you're reading it, I usually go back and I correct my blogs, y'all. <laughs> Marriage is not for our comfort because Adam was good. Adam was good. He was walking with God. You know, cultivating, take care of his garden. He was good. So it's not, it wasn't that, oh my God, God, I'm so lonely. He he never said a thing. He never requested someone to help him. God saw fit. That's the key word. God saw fit. That's a key phrase. God saw fit. So ladies and gentlemen, when God sees fit, you will fit with whom you need in order to glorify him. And I know this sound boring to some because, oh, we here we go. You're talking about God, but it's all about God all the time. It's all about God all the time. Everything. It's all about God all the time. We have to be careful and seek that our future marriages glorify him. And that we not glorify the bonuses of marriage. Amen. Amen. Alright. So that is the end of my blog you guys. Um, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got something out of this teaching. Like I said as I was studying. It blessed my soul. You know the part where God brought. Yep 24-7 Jesus. <laughs> it blessed my soul that. God saw fit. Adam didn't go to God and, 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 and say, God, I need someone to help me do what you put me in charge of. God saw fit. We got to trust that God knows what we need when we need it. I think that's a good uh, pinpoint to put for singles. If you're waiting and you're you sitting around like, God, what is he? God may not see fit for... That to happen right now. Men too. I think there's some anxious men that want to get married too. That, that it, I haven't seen too many. But <laughs> you know they want to get married too y'all. But God has to see fit. It's God at the end of the day. He has to see if you know fit that you're ready. And of course you can go out and get married. You know we have free will. You can do that. But you want to. You want. You want. God's timing you want God's perfect will you want his timing you want to to know when it's suitable for you that's why we can't look at everybody else and seeing how old they were when they got married or um how someone met this person or where do you have to be at where are the places you have to be at God orders your steps. So that means if he has promised you a spouse, you gonna run into you gonna run into that dude. You gonna run into that woman of God. You gonna run into him at the grocery store. And listen, even in this pandemic with these masks on, 
God can set it up where this man, this a man could just or a woman could look into your eyes and they just know, and will come up to you and speak to you without seeing your face, without seeing, you know, the lower part. <laughs> it may be something about you that's just like, oh God, like Adam. I know that's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. He didn't even see God do this whole process. He was knocked out. He was asleep. And he identified her. You are bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. So what these masks going to do, y'all? This mask ain't keeping you from what God has promised you. <laughs> y'all got to trust and believe God, okay? You know, trust in the Adam and Eve experience. All right. All right. I hope this guy's blessed. This blessed you. Um, you guys, I want you to, um, you know, you guys, some of you guys have commented. Thank you. Uh, share if you want. Um, you guys, let's see. Put up my little disclaimer things here. My little stuff so subscribe to my youtube channel um at the p of me um this video actually streams through youtube uh you can follow me on instagram sometimes i'll put clips on there i've been kind of slacking with the clips y'all so forgive me <laughs> and i know some people have questions you know like i said i appreciate the emails and inboxes that i do get and i welcome them that's what i'm here for you guys and you know this is all about God so you know I said I was gonna do this every time I went live I don't care what I was talking about um you know if any of you guys anyone that's watching anyone that's watching the replay you know if you don't know God if you don't know who I'm talking about don't know the creation you know don't know the story don't know and i'm telling you that you need to know god in order for you know you want a marriage or whatever and you want to accept him let me know i will lead you to christ i will gladly lead you to christ you know there's a thing you know you go over the plan of salvation and then there you go then you're saved you know you're in the ark of safety with god so like I said, anybody watching the replay, anyone, you know, that may be listening on the podcast, anyone that, you know, may be on YouTube, inbox me. All right. <laughs> and I'll go through that with you. Anyone that's on here now, if you're not saved, I will go through with you. You know, that's what I'm here for. For any other for any other purpose is not for myself. This is all for God's glory. All right. So I thank you guys um, for joining in. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, and I hope to see you guys. Yes, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the word. So I will see you guys next Monday. And just let y'all know um, there might be a flood of thought of the days coming up. All right. <laughs> All right. Another scripture. There's some more thought of the days coming up. I got a line of them. I swear God had been flooding me this week. All right. So you guys have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your night. And I will see you 
next week. All right. Bye-bye.